Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast by Helpful Goat Gaming. We at Helpful Goat want to be very clear about something. Black lives matter. Systemic racism is real and pervasive, as evidenced by, among other things, the ongoing and infuriating lack of justice for black victims of police violence. Please support organizations that are working to dismantle systems of oppression. Support organizations that support black lives. Support Black Lives directly. For resources and a starting place, please see the links in our episode description. And as always, please be warned, this podcast may include adult situations and language. You know, the kind of language used by people who are heartbroken and enraged at the current state of the world, and occasionally channel that into their role-playing. You're welcome. Welcome back to Burden, a muddy spot under the boot of the Gohomian army. If you have a sword, you best know when to draw it. If you have money, you've probably left. And if there's someone you trust in this forgotten place, you hold on to them. We're all just trying to make it here, and maybe we ain't looking too close about what you gotta do to be good in a place like Burden. Welcome back to Dominion Dragons. Our group has huddled into a small dark room in the One-Eyed Beast of Burden Tavern in a place called Burden, while an advancing terrifying mountain is heading toward them. I think we'll pick it up there. So, uh Grom was just saying, look, he needs to get out of here. He needs to go. His whole mission here was to learn what was going on, what this weapon was, and then to, you know, tell people he's a spy. Um, and that's what he would like to be doing. But you also have Rosie in here, as well as Kalia, uh, and the four of you. What is it uh, you'd like to do? If you're in such a hurry to leave, at least let us know what is that thing? I have no idea. It looks like a some sort of floating fortress. One that can't be invaded by armies. So, your opinion as a professional spy is that that's a floating fortress. <laughs> yes, I, and I need to tell someone about it. Okay, but, like, like you don't have, like, any more info than that? Or, like, maybe Rosie? Kalia? Somebody? Because, like, we have no idea how to deal with that, but we should probably deal with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a flying mountain. I, I don't know what else there is to know about it. It's, it's beyond comprehension. I, I need to tell someone so that they could start working on a way to stop it somehow. This surely could end the war. And Wigmore's be no more. Did they make it? I have no idea. It's the first time I've seen it. 
I heard that they were moving a weapon through burden. That's all I heard. One that could end the war. There's nothing else here except that. You are wildly unhelpful. <laughs> well, one, that is true. Two, what if that is just the container that's holding the weapon? Either way, it's simple, right? Bring it down. It stops being mobile. Okay, so see, you comment on how I have no idea how to do that. And then you're like, it's simple, right? Bring it down. Pick a lane, buddy. Well, a mountain is flying. It shouldn't fly. We must do whatever we can to stop that from happening. Can we get a can of worms in here? Honestly, I he had more direct ideas. Yeah, one moment. Connie's going to peek his head out into the bar. Hey, hey, of Mr. Of. <laughs> You might be even more useful than this Grom guy. You come back here. No. You only bring one wolf with you, though. You only bring one of your wolves. It's hotel power. Fuck you. What? I bring two wolves on none at all. Both wolves are fine. All right. Both wolves are fine. So a couple of minutes. Yeah. Like 30 seconds later, wolves are now inching their way into this room. It is now this room is packed to capacity. Um, and it smells all of a sudden incredibly awful in here. Cran, you have to stand on the desk. Yeah, yeah. Cran stands on the desk and leans over to to the one of the wolves and kind of nudges his shoulder and says, "Hey, hey, 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 guys, guys! I used to be a wolf, but I'm all right now." Yes. <laughs> did you do a howl at the end of now? Now? <laughs> oh, did it break up? Did I go robotic again? It just got off. Cut off a bit. <laughs> but we got it. We got it. Do the wolves get the joke? Because if they don't, Connie's going to rage. <laughs> uh, yes, they get the joke then. Okay, they cool. start giggling. Nailed it. <laughs> In that wolfy way they do. McKeck is like also, while still talking about things, going to be spending 10 minutes ritually casting speak with animals because at this point he thinks the wolves are a better shot at ideas. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you're doing that. Uh, you have you have can of worms in here as well. Then, what would you like to do? Okay, so brainstorming session. Brainstorming. Um, the topics are what is that thing and what do I do about it? Go, go, go. Rosie says, "Uh, well, if you can stop it, stop it. If we can't, we get everyone out of burden." big picture of what you're doing, but we also need to go like a little picture, like details, like how to stop it. Also, like how is it flying, you guys? How is it light? How is a how is a mountain in the sky? And is it is it being moored in some way? Like, have we seen any attachments to it? Because surely that's a way to climb up it or, or possibly bring it down lower. I mean... So from what we saw, Andy, just if yes. I have this right... It's floating in the sky. There's in, there's like buildings on it. There's giant siege Santa um, blowing a horn. And then it's tied to the antlers of a bunch of these yeah, giants. Yeah, it's tied to the elks, right? Yes. Which yeah. might suggest, well, one, that's a those are ropes. And two, it also kind of suggests that it itself doesn't move. Right? Also, if we cut all the ropes, maybe it will just float away. Like, maybe they're, it, they're not only moving it, maybe it's also, like, anchored to them. I don't know. But... Uh, 
yes, those are things also your characters would kind of work out. You think. And the, yeah, I was sorry. I was yeah. kind of doing that as a little bit of is was I correct in Keck could have thought of this? A hundred percent. Yeah. And you described it correctly. Yeah. The, the seems like the ropes that are tied to the elk seem to go up into the cloud, almost pulling it along. So if it's tied to the elk, maybe the mountain only floats. It doesn't really fly. It can't move itself. It requires the elk to move it. Hmm. So, so did we, like, make the explosives f- for the elk? <laughs> keep trying to blow up elk. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I hate to interrupt this, this thought flow, which I think is really valuable and important, but uh, I think we all hate the Gahonians about as much as anybody, and uh, I do kind of feel bad that we're keeping Grom here longer than he should, because... If there's any way he could help Wigmoles, I don't know, come up with some kind of counter attack or defense against this thing, we should we should maybe let him go. What do you guys think? Rom, do you feel safe traveling to Wigmoles on your own with your shape-shifting powers? You should be all right, right? I, I can, yes. Thank you for your help and, and giving me enough time to recover. I, I should be able to set out very soon. Of course, yeah, and, and, and you know we owe we owe our success in the in the town square to you. You you really showed up and stepped up in terms of helping me get near that armored fucker. Oh, it it means the world to me that I I was the cause of those armored fuckers in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, you heard me. Uh, I must go, please. Hey, hey, right, hey, well, hey, 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 no. We don't get to just say something like that and then... Yeah. Well, you wait. Well, no, I get it. They were looking for you. You were the cause. That tracks. That's not suspicious. That's not new information. You were just... You were the cause of them being there. The face Andy's making is suspicious. No, yeah, you knew all that already. Yeah. That oh, is- God. Oh, her, I'll get damn it. Yes. Well, um... um Stay and submit to a little bit of light questioning. Light questioning. God Rob. damn it! I was legit trying, Andy. I was trying to clear a piece off the board. I was I was playing along with you, okay? And you fucked it up. Now we can't let Grom go. God, Andy. Sorry. Do you have anything to say to Grom? I think, like Lena said, a little light questioning. Like, well, like Elif said, a little light questioning. Uh, please, yes. The the wolves are gnawing on my ankles. Uh, quickly then. It could get worse. <laughs> so what? What? What do you mean? What do you mean that um you were the cause of soldiers being here, right? What does that mean? They, they were looking for me. The hounds were tracking me. Yeah, we knew all this though. So as much as that was a suspicious way for him to say a suspicious thing. I rolled an ape, but do I feel like he's being forthright with us for insight? Uh, so far, you don't have any reason to doubt they the the horned um, helmet guy asked specifically for Grom. Where is he? And I'm going to burn the town unless people <laughs> tell me where he is. But why would they deploy a living suit of armor, three, count them three demon dogs, and threaten to burn down an entire town to find you? I think they know my mission. That is to find out what this weapon is and 
warn my men about it. Which you hadn't accomplished until after that point. Yes, they, they knew I was looking for it. Oh, they're going to do the same to this town. They'll wipe you off the map if they get here. There's no reason for them to to, to uh, leave anyone alive who might know anything about this. I will go and I uh, suggest you abandon the town. It's a muddy hole anyway. Okay, first of all, fuck you! Okay, you remember what happened the last time someone said that? Yes, I did see that. Yeah, I, I that apologize. wasn't about him being Goholnian. I'm sure this muddy hole is very meaningful to you. I'm just saying. I'm going to stick you in a muddy hole. So, in Wolf, I'm just going to say, bite harder. <laughs> the wolves. <laughs> the wolves. The wolves. Rom, you have to understand why... We're starting to get a bit suspicious here. First, we got muddy footprints in Cryon's room, which from the beginning I've insisted were significant. Fuck you, Connie. <laughs> Second, you are indeed a shapeshifter, and now it's beginning to strike me, and I think all of us, that we have no reason to assume that you were being truthful when you told us that you were on the Wigmoles side of things. So how are we supposed to trust that you're about to head to Wigmoles and not straight back over to the Gahonian army to tell them that we know what they know about what you know? I literally do not know anything more than there's a fucking mountain in the sky. All right, but how about this? That, uh, that German feller, that feller with the accent. Yes. I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, what's his name? Uh... What's his name? That German captain. You know. Yes. What's his name? <laughs> I'm searching my memory banks. Yeah, it was, it was a little like Goebbels. <laughs> <laughs> Granite Heimler. Captain Heimler. Goebbels. <laughs> All right. Now, wait. Now I need to remember. Did we know his name? And is it suspicious that Grom knew his name? No, you knew his name, yeah. Yeah. He, he wasn't keeping it secret. God damn it, I was trying to be clever. <laughs> Sorry. Do you think that if you went and reported back to your men, there is any support that you all would be able to offer us? I, I, I mean, are you going to try to infiltrate that thing and take it down? Maybe not infiltrate, but definitely take it down. Wouldn't the bombs be more effective if they were planted on it? Oh, hells yeah. So, infiltrate. Listen, if, if that's the case, I, I couldn't... I couldn't be of good conscience and, and leave you to that on your own. Let me go to my men. I, I will come as quickly as I can with reinforcements. I can at least cause a distraction. I don't know. Ten for insight. I really hope we don't find anyone tonight. I'm really terribly... <laughs> Do I think he's being honest about he will leave and then, you know, yeah. coordinate with Alex, us? For some, yeah, some reason, you're just getting a bad sense from this guy. You're just very distrustful. McKeck, there's something, even in his shape-changing face, there's something very earnest in his eyes. McKeck will reach out and pat him on the shoulder. Hmm. I think that that will have to do for now, then. 
So, okay, so Connie didn't do an insight check. He's he's feeling really frustrated about this. I would like to... So, Andy. Yeah. Connie does have the ear-to-the-ground feature. He's in contact with people in Burden and around Burden who um, might be associated with the criminal underworld. I'm, I would like to suggest that maybe he has a contact who he, to some degree, trusts and maybe yeah. has some kind of, like ability to communicate with this person hopefully across some distances perhaps and connie would like to suggest that he would send this associate of his with grom to make sure that grom goes in the direction that we are expecting him to which is either or both i'm not really sure about the geography to wigmoles or and or to his men we're in wigmoles yeah. you are currently in Wigmoles is just occupied Wigmoles. Right. And it, but it, and it's like very close to the border, right? Right. And he said his men were to the north. Yeah. Um, right. So I don't know if we can quick make up like a like an NPC. Yeah. <laughs> that Connie like an associate, a former probably like also a former law enforcement of Burden who also kind of got yeah. the shaft with with Connie. Which also uh, immediately makes him not trust this person not trustworthy. But, oh well. You know someone by the name of Jasmine Bladewalker, a forty-four-year-old female drow, um, who is very good at specifically getting information um, out. Uh, if you suggest that she travel with Grom, he would have no qualms about it. Okay, so Connie will peek out. Is Jasmine happen to be in the in the bar for the town meeting? Uh. No, you can like leave a quick message with Serenade, um, and Serenade can get it to Jasmine. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll pick out a hey, Serenade. Uh, go get Jasmine. We need her for something. Oh, of course. Yes. No problem. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, so yeah. So uh, you step back in then. Um, Grom will nod at you. Um, and then head out unless anyone else has any questions for Grom. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep Grom there until Jasmine shows up, and then he can go with okay. her. Sure thing. Andy, just in case. Which, which takes a few, yeah, it takes five, ten minutes. Uh, you, you hear a familiar kind of rap on the door, and then, uh, yeah, Jasmine kind of nods for Grom, and he bows to all of you. Thank you again. I, I can't I can't tell you what you've done already for the people of Wigmos. Please take care, all of you. I will return as quickly as I can. Good luck. Sounds good, Grom. Hey, hey, Jazz, you still got that uh, magical Tinder box that can communicate messages to my magical Tinder box that Vern Loris gave me? Yes, of course I do. I think I'll just fucking sell that for some drinking money. No! Right. Well, uh, yeah, so if Grom acts suspicious or if he goes anywhere close to Gahonian camps... You let us know ASAP, and you try you kill him. Okay. He acts weird. Weird-ass. Weird-ass Grom! Okay, sure thing, yeah. Uh, she steps back. Um, you're closing the door, and as you close the door, you hear Grom go, Oh, magical tinderbox, huh? God damn it. <laughs> Wait, now I was trying to hide that. Were you? Were you? <laughs> you sounded really boisterous. You shouted. <laughs> I... I think all he shouted was weird ass Grom. I shouted I think weird ass Grom. The tinderbox thing was quiet, so I I um uh, appeal. I have an appeal. I object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can appeal. I'll give you a stealth check for that. 
yeah. Okay, here we go. You got this. Stealth. <laughs> I love how Andy says that. Knowing. F oh! <laughs> Uh, Not <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Grom says then instead of that, um, lovely weather in Burden. And then no, steps not. away. With it. <laughs> awesome. Oh, all right, guys. I think I got the Grom side of things all wrapped up. Cryon, what do you think? Do you have any ideas for how we can take down this mountain? It is connected to ropes to elk buy ropes. It's probably some magic involved, if you ask me. Yeah. From my assessment, there's some kind of magic. Isn't this a good show? There's some kind of magic involved with the flying mountain. <laughs> I yeah, would say so. Also, each of you did see a, a giant, uh, an actual giant, a 30-foot-tall person um, standing on the on the side blowing a giant horn. Yeah. Just like Santa Claus. I, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to forget. I mean, pulling down a mountain, even with a giant and what do we have? Four elks? Four? Forty. Forty elks. Oh, you guys have you guys have four. Uh, Forty are the ones pulling the thing. Guys, I don't know. Bring down the mountain, or climb, or climb up the ropes. How dexterous is our party? You're dexterous. I'm not terribly. Yeah, I can become dexterous things. I'm pretty good with thieves tools, but that's about it. Um, it's I would I, I I think Cran says I would be willing to climb the ropes if we thought that once I got to the top, I was able to in some way bring the mountain down. I just don't know how that works, guys. But <clears throat> if that's our only option at this point. I could go climb. I could get my Alex Honnold on. You know, it's all free solo. <laughs> How high are the ropes, Andy? Um, they seem to go up about 100, 200 feet up into a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> How thick are the ropes? We can't know that, can we? Yeah, you're too far away to know that. You'd have to get a lot no, I can tell through perspective because I know how large the elk are because we have four yeah. of them. So yeah, I mean anywhere from like uh, an inch in diameter to like nine or so inches in diameter. Andy. <laughs> All right, what does Mikek think? I mean, to be fair, if we could actually see ropes at that distance, <laughs> that is that is. <laughs> I just rolled two hundred d six, which is. Uh, Oh, no, it wouldn't be 200. It'd be 20. My bad. That's a huge difference. I don't know what you're rolling for. This but... is, yeah. Fall damage. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how much damage you might take. 200. Days. Falling from no, 200 it would, feet. It'd be 20 feet, six. Still fatal. 64. But... It's not, yeah, it's fatal. We, we can't, he can't go out like that. He just, he just can't go out like that. Guys, this is a conundrum. So I'm going to, at this point, turn to um, Kalia. Mm -hmm. Sister, you spent the most time with them and with the elk. Do you think that they would have any idea of what's going on? The elk? Um, I... I mean, they seem very connected to the land, but I cannot imagine they would know much about this unnatural thing. Uh, this appears incredibly man-made. 
shows, 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 shows. You know how you like, 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 like you left, you left to figure something out on your own. Yes. Well, maybe does this, this like have to do with that? Is this something to do with that? Because you said it was like really big, a big deal. Um, no, <laughs> sorry. Oh. It's not to do with this. It's something else. The world itself, more than a mountain. It's everything. Damn, I was really hoping you had like some info that you hadn't shared yet because Grom is sketchy, so you didn't want to share it around him. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you have any info or suggestions on ways to deal with a flying mountain uh, powered by 40 giant magical elk? Uh, I mean, there's there's a couple griffins in the in the woods to the south that could help you fly. I, I mean, Collier, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. No, I do. It's there are two griffins in the in the fields to the south. I, I could help try to wrangle them. If that helps. McKeck is just slow blinking at both of them, and you do see his club flickering into shillelagh. Kali? Yes? You're my sister, and I love you. Rogic, damn it. <laughs> okay, so we could try to fly to it, though they're likely to try to shoot at us. We might be able to try to climb the ropes. We have some elk that seems similar to the elk that they're using, so we might be able to get closer using that. Kalia, do you think the elk are happy pulling that thing, or that they desire their freedom? Oh, I cannot imagine they are happy. No, of course they would desire their freedom. Solid, solid. Might be able to work with that. So, free the elk, and it probably stops moving. Get up to it and blow it up, it definitely stops moving. So I just like to suggest really quick, um, like a solution to the elk problem that doesn't involve flying, uh, or climbing, or getting up there, uh, because we couldn't anymore. Because the suggestion is that we just shoot fire or throw fire at the ropes, and I might freak the elves out, elk out a little. Might freak the elk out a little bit to have you know fire chucked at them from nowhere. But we can <clears throat> burn the ropes. Uh, there's also quite a large garrison of. of- Men probably with the elk. Not just them. I can hide. Okay, well, suppose that's a way. I think that that would also be likely to alert them to something going on. No, it might be better to try to get to the location, stealthily get inside, free the elk from the ropes there, and then use the time and chaos that that causes to set up lots and lots. And I want to point out that this is probably the thing I've said that will have made you happiest in our brief association, Elif. Lots and lots of explosives. Elif, I have been keeping some uh, some of our stores uh, safe. If no one has gotten to them and they're still in town, that would be useful. And you know by stores, she means uh, specifically some alchemist's fire in barrels? Okay, so first of all, that is totally awesome, Rose. And second of all, you've been gone for seven fucking years, so I don't know if nobody's got into them. You've disappeared for a long time. Well, I can double check on it and at least track them down if they've been stolen. I, I could do that. Yeah, okay, that sounds really good. That sounds super useful. Kalia says, I, I could go look for the Griffins, if that would be helpful? Yes. Griffins get us up there, potentially. Okay. Barrels of... Well, no, I didn't hear barrels. I can only assume that 
her supplies involve <laughs> fire and or explosions, so those will probably be useful. Do we have anything... Did Gammy teach us anything with herbalism that, I don't know, aids in the spread of fire? She was really into fire. Uh, you know some specific oils that first douse on something would certainly spread fire very quickly. I can go make some fire-spreading oil. Elif, I might even teach you how to make it. I wonder if Cryon is keen to go with Kalia. Is it Kalia that's going to work with the Griffins or, sure. or, or yeah. wrangle a Griffin or two? Yeah. To potentially do like a... What do you call it? A recce. A sortie. A, a flyby. A, a, a non-committal flyby yeah. just to kind of gain some more information. What, you know, are, the, what are the three that? terms that you just said? <laughs> recce. Sortie. I think re- recce is, is actor industry thing. Sortie, I think, is military. Flyby is is, is uh, air, air Force? Yeah, I get a flyby. Yeah, okay. Going all Top Gun here. Yeah. W- one of the three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cryon might go along, see, see if the Griffins seem amiable. Master Fane, that would be lovely. I would love to have you along, yes. Consider it done. Uh, do you know your way around animals well enough? I have some animal skills, I think. Let me check my character yes. sheet. Hang on. Be careful <laughs> if you're going to attempt anything in view of the people on that mountain. They have siege equipment and guards. I was thinking when we tried to infiltrate, I might use my magics to conceal our approach a little bit. As, as you know, McKeek, I'm only small. If I were to hide kind of in the feathers of a griffin, would that not just seem to them that it's a griffin just flying past them? Well, they are natural occurring beasts in this area. Um, like a, a bird flying by? Would You would perhaps be able to get more information if you did that. Are we assuming that the Goholians aren't just going to shoot a bird? Well, there is that. Just saying. Anywho. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, at the very least, we could we could get them and take bring them back. Um, and then we could decide what to do with them from there. I think that that would be best. Uh, can of worms? You got anything for us? The birds are the ones that are supposed to have the sky. Okay. You have been the most consistent in your position. I thank you for that. I think I'd like to rename that guy from Can of Worms to Piece of Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's, still, he's still called Ov, though, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In Wolf. Wolves, you got anything for me? We could, uh, we could, uh, chew on it, uh, chew the elk up. Uh, we could, um, uh, yeah, we could eat the, we could eat the elk, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Macaque will pat the wolves. Maybe don't attack the elk. They're very large. Okay, okay. Yeah, good idea. Rosie, you're getting supplies. Anything else? Tips? Infiltrating a flying fortress? Well, uh, I suppose we don't know what the bottom of it looks like. It's in a cloud. But if it's a mountain, there's certainly all kinds of caves and passages in there. Uh, I don't know if that's helpful. Uh it's true, Andy. I was going to, I guess that that is a good thing to clarify. So there's a mountain and it's like it's rising out of clouds. So it's more like a mountain, not pe- not just a peak, but. Right. Its base seems to be resting on the cloud. Yeah. 
resting on the cloud. But it also looks like, like Rosie was just saying, we haven't seen what the base looks like. True. And there would be a cloud that we could potentially fly through. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds like a plan, guys. Um, why don't we reconvene back here in an hour or something? At this, both the wolves turn very quickly to the door. Oh, fuck. The same. <laughs> Do we want to arm ourselves? Do you hear? There's a fucker. Uh, there's a fucker outside. I want to bite him. A fucker. So Connie's been the one who's been kind of in and out of the door to kind of like go past messages and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so and Keck is going to gesture sort of like with his head for you to open the door maybe and that there might be someone there. Yeah, so Connie will pull out his uh, what? pike. Not his, oh, not God. anything else. <laughs> that was so quick on that. That was oh. so fast. What? He pulled out his what? <laughs> <laughs> Is two-handed pike, which is <laughs> yeah, two-handed. Yeah. Okay. We need two hands for this pike. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Okay. I'm going to quickly open the door, prepared to attack whoever's on the other side if he needs to. All right. Oh God, the uh, music! You open the door. Uh, two drow uh, uh, immediately scurry like cockroaches as the light Im- comes on. One of them bolts right down the hall. One of them bolts left. I want to use my long limb feature to grab one of them before it gets out of range. Yeah, give me a grapple uh, real quick. Strength check? Yeah. Um, I am going to enter a... Can I enter a rage? Ooh, not before you grab... Yeah, they're going to be out of your, out okay, of your range right, if you I'll do that. Do it. Yeah. All right, let's see what happens. Okay. Oh no. Five, you grab the back of a hood and it rips uh, as as they run. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, <sighs> two people that seem to have maybe just heard what was going on. One bolted right, one bolted left. What are you gonna do? Uh, in wolf, I'm going to say to them, I'll go after the left and then in wolf with me. Oh, fuck you. And I'm going to turn into a wolf. Okay. Um, Sweet. I will split after the right. And I'm also going right. to action extra just myself. And if I can still see them, I'm also going to action Eldritch Blast them. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, at the very end of the hallway is a, is a, um, a window. Uh, as you dash out, Elif, w- that person jumps straight out the window crashing of glass on the other side but you can run up to the edge of the window and fire a um, blast if you'd like does a critical fumble hit <laughs> I'm afraid it doesn't um let me just go ahead and roll a I'm not using a weapon okay I'm using Lucky. my hands <laughs> very Andy, nice in case yes. it needs to be said Connie is running as fast as he can after this drow and which trying, one uh the one to the the one that the wolves are not following the right okay so you and elif kind of go right how much of my movement did i use uh it's only about 40 feet to the edge of the hallway so i would also be using the rest of my movement to jump out the window after them okay 
Uh, are you trying to just jump out the window, or do you like kind of climb out the window, make sure you're not getting cut on anything, or it is broken glass? Um, I'm just gonna jump. All right, give me an acrobatics check. So the drow, that drow got outside already? Yeah. I rolled a four. I can't roll tonight, you guys. We're fucked. Ooh. All right. Um, please take five uh, slashing damage as your leg just catches a bit of the glass on the way out. Ouch. Uh, you, you tumble then onto the ground um, and, and have to stand up with the rest of your movement uh, now covered in mud. Connie's throwing a hand axe out the window at this drow trying to hit him. Okay. Do that, please. Come on, dice. Better? 17 hits. For seven slashing. Uh, I'm also going to say, just for Dom's sake, while you're resolving that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you. This is the type of thing where you would know uh, my wolf form is a medium creature, much like McKeck. You can ride any creature that's one size larger than you, and you are small. <laughs> so you could ride on the back of one of the wolves. Good to know. Good to know. All right. I did, and I did have an alternate plan, but go on. Ooh, yeah, Cryon, what would you like to be doing here? Well, so Cryon has these darts. I feel like Cryon would try as hard as he can to get up as high as he can before okay. throwing a dart at someone. So, like, in any in any way, can he, you know, climb out of the window and up onto a drain pipe and up to the roof to try and get the best angle? Type? Yes. I don't know what that would be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, opposite the the door, which is kind of the, where the desk is, and a window. You've been standing on the desk. You flip around, uh, throw up the window. Give me an acrobatics check. Oh, come on, acrobatics! We need this one. There we go. Yeah. A 25. Oh my gosh. Oh, you guys. <laughs> you, you put a dart in your, in your teeth, uh, leap out onto a drain pipe, uh, start shimmying up that. Um, you, you then pull up, uh, onto the roof. Uh, you, while it's very slick up here, you just are sure-footed. You rush to the side of the, the tavern roof. Um, in just in time to hear the crash of the window uh, below you and a drow running across the field. Uh, one of Elif's fire flames just misses him, um, kind of shooting into the mud. Uh, and then an axe thrown from the window uh, clips his shoulder. Um, yeah, if you want to give me a dart throw, please. Come on, come on. Just need this. 19 hits. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Are, are any of us trying to kill them? We want information, right? Yeah, just slow them down, stop them if we can. Okay. I mean, if we have yeah. to kill them, we have to kill them, right? Yeah, at, at this then, uh, you, you put one in the back of his leg and he immediately trips uh, and slams his head into a fence uh, right across the street then from you guys. Um, he looks out cold for the moment. Um, Cryon, you then hear the front door uh, of the the tavern uh, burst open um, and someone is running into the street. Uh, give me an athletics check in your wolf form, McKeck. Uh, as the two wolves behind you are pulling 
are pulling can of worms. He's just screaming. Seven? Seven, all right. Uh, he's getting a little bit further from you as you're as you're trying to make your way through the crowd of the tavern, uh, not literally just running into people and knocking them over and hurting them. You're, you're um, trying to just be a little cautious of that, and he's getting ahead of you just a little bit. So am I out onto the street? Yes, you then get out onto the street as you see him uh, dashing down this this kind of side street. Okay, uh, my base speed is 40, so I'm going to just keep Trucking. going as fast as I can, um, calling the uh, calling back to the other wolves to get him, and I want to question him. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, so the three wolves are chasing uh, this drow. Um, Cryon, you see where you see where he's going. You could give chase too if you wanted. Um, and Elif and Connie, you saw this guy then go down, um, slamming his head into a fence. But you don't see the other one. I'll give chase for sure. Okay. I would say they might also hear a. Yeah, you do hear that. Yeah. Connie's climbing out the window after Elif, so he'll join her and okay. getting to that one drow. Beautiful. All right. Uh, Cryon, uh, you can either climb down um, onto the street or you might be able to jump the street and, and land onto a roof on the other side. Yeah. Is that an acrobatics check? It will take a key point uh, and then an acrobatics check. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. So just roll, roll an acrobatics check. Yeah. So you center yourself uh, a light blue kind of energy circling around your feet, yeah. and then you just poof, just dash off the side of this thing, leaping into the air. Come on, doggy. A 19. Yeah, you land uh, on the roof uh, across, um, and you see the drow running through the street down below, uh, wolves in pursuit. Um, so the wolves are going to catch up uh, a little bit as well. Um, Cryon, you're running along the roof. Um, probably uh, the wolves are just going to get there. Um, to, uh, you're going to catch up to them about here, uh, near where there's another kind of bend in the road. You can try to attack if you'd like, Makek. Here? Are my other wolf brethren up with me? Uh, they're behind you a little bit, so you're okay. not quite, yeah, not quite a packed thing yet. Um... I've been catching up to this person, right? Yeah. Um, do I have a way that I could actually just get in front of him if I didn't attack? Uh, yeah, you think you would eventually be able to catch up to him. He's He looks like he's turning down this street, the side okay. street. Well, then I, then I wouldn't do that. I meant right okay. now. If I forewent oh, my... Right you know, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'll yeah. go ahead and do a bite. Okay, do a bite. 16? 16 just hits. Yeah, you just catch the back of his, his leg here. Um, DC 11 strength saving yeah. throw? Or prone? <laughs> Oof, 11. Just barely he's able to rip his leg uh, out out from you. Um, though he's bleeding now, and it's certainly going to be easier to track. Yep. Alright. Uh, Cryon, you catch up to the corner of this as well. As he turns the corner... You see him kind of bend over, shrink, and then pop out wings. Uh, 
he immediately turns into a hawk and is beginning to fly up into the air. Um, you have another dart if you'd like to try to hit him. Yeah, let's do that for sure. I don't, All right. I don't have too many options. You might be able to try to grab him in midair. Is <laughs> another action, but already thrown it. Oh, yeah. A twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah, you pierce one of the wings. Uh, it he immediately turns back into a drow, um, and then falls about twenty feet to the ground. Some nice rolling in the tail end of this game. Yeah. Um, doing another eight damage. Yeah, he falls then down to the ground, uh, and the wolves are immediately kind of on him. He does look unconscious, Mikek. It looks like Kryon got him in midair. Nice. Uh, so I will pop back out of wolf form. Okay. Uh, and quickly check his vitals. Make Basically make sure he's not bleeding out, dying, make sure he's actually unconscious. Sure thing. Uh, you want medicine? Yeah, give me a medicine check. Jesus Christ. Oh, no, crap. It failed. Um, as you, oh no, as you're, <laughs> as you're, uh, you're sort of pulling, pulling him, uh, over just a little bit, rolling him over, you, you, <laughs> you hear just a crack, crack, crack in his neck as it's just limp. Um, you all of a sudden don't hear any vitals. Um, it's going to take, probably something more magical at this point to revive him. Would um, Adam and I have gotten to the other one? Not Adam, yes. that's not his name. His name is Connie. Connie. Hey, what's the difference at this point? We, o- we only need one alive to get information, right? Yeah. Theoretically. <laughs> I know that sounds brutal. McKeck is going to sigh uh, and reach up a sort of a hand to his uh, flower crown and pluck off a series of um, ten berries, okay. uh, casting the spell Goodberry, uh, oh. and uh, shove one in his mouth, which it does heal one HP. It does. All right, you shove one in his mouth. You you then hear some like crack 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 crack. Like uh, his his eyes just kind of barely like open slightly he looks really out of it so um, he's 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 alive and conscious and i would assume like now with one hp basically yes yeah okay mckeck is gonna punch him in the face <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he's prone give me a give me an attack roll with with advantage just to make sure you hit him and don't break his neck again 20 a 20 yeah yeah you punch him straight in the face i didn't say wake up I just said don't die. I didn't actually say any of that. It was an internal monologue. <laughs> he is unconscious. And ladies and gentlemen, that will take us out of any sort of fight. Well done. Ooh, nice. All right. Uh, as you uh, as you and the wolves very gleefully drag the, <laughs> drag the drow back, you also then see Elephant Connie with the same. You see, it seems like you've caught both of your praise. And I think we're going to leave the questioning till next time. Oh, boy. Because that does it on this episode of Dom and Dragons. Uh, give us, uh, yeah, uh, uh, man, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, well done. I don't know what I was going to say. Give us something. 
Uh, give us your applause, because that was... Give us your love. <laughs> give us your love. Uh-oh. We want to love. Give us ratings and reviews of the Goats and Dragons podcast, the only feed where you can find Dom and Dragons. 100%. All right. Um, yeah, and you can catch the podcast on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, you can just look up Goats and Dragons. It is there. On Facebook and Twitter, we are at Helpful Goat. Um, our Ko-Fi uh, or coffee page is uh, fi slash Helpful Goat. Um, you can type... Uh, dot com, dot com slash Helpful Goat. <laughs> com slash Helpful Goat. Thank you. It's a URL. You can type exclamation point donate in the in the chat if you want to um if you really like what we're doing and you'd like to help support uh, what's all going on there with some you know with some monies awesome that's very nice of you um but you don't have to at all uh if you're just enjoying this give us a follow give us a you know subscribe on uh on everything you know uh instagram dom and tell him that you like what's going on any any of that is super helpful uh and we really really appreciate it so thanks for checking us out, everyone. We love you so much. Uh, stay safe out there. Hang in there. And from all of us on Dom and Dragons, we wish you an excellent evening. Good night. Bye. Have a great night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Bye, friends. Brilliant. That was an exciting finish. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a nice little flourish in the end there. That was really cool. I was impressed you got both of them. I did not think that was going to happen. I'm. I mean, what did I? What did I roll? I rolled a twenty-five, a seventeen, oh and gosh. nineteen, something like yeah. that. Like I got super lucky at the end. Yeah, that was awesome. Super fun. I had really no idea where you guys would take it because, again, essentially, like, yeah, I'm I'm putting a scenario, but I like you guys sort of are choosing. Is this going to be a let's save the town and run away as fast as we can adventure? Or is this a no, let's go blow up a mountain kind of adventure? Or, you know, I, I really had no idea where you guys wanted to take it. Um, and I was I was pleased with yeah, with with setting up the 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 paths uh, I guess uh, ahead of you. Um and I'm excited to see kind of where you go with it. Um because yeah, now you have two seemingly spies to question and and yeah. uh, a mountain to blow up. Maybe. Well, is one dead or one's alive? Did one uh, die? They're, they're both alive. Yeah, they're both, they're alive, both alive. Okay, they're cool. just unconscious. One just suffered a broken neck, which was magically healed, and then probably has a low grade concussion from the punch again. At least, yeah. And the other one slammed face first into a fence, which I've done, and it is not a fun. But, yeah. You've done that, Andy. I remember you telling me that. Was that while we knew each other? No, no, no. It was, yeah, it was before. During my running from cops period of my life, which is always fun. Oh, good times. This is a completely different podcast. You had a running from cops period of your life? I have several stories about running from cops. Yeah. I feel like I don't know you. I'm not a bad dude. I just happen to have them. He's mentioned this before, and I never believed him until now. He's, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. This has been Dom and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main Dungeons & Dragons campaign, The Fates of Rin, right here in the Goats & Dragons podcast feed. You can also check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play one-shots, shorter campaigns, as well as have conversations about D&D and role-playing in general. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Helpful Goat, 
And if you want to hear us play live, you can follow and subscribe to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat. You can also chat with us and other Helpful Goat fans in our brand new Discord or donate to our coffee page to help us keep creating content by clicking the links in this episode description. And last but not least, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. This year is just the worst. This is insane. And yeah. Yeah, it's a rough one. Like, honestly, and, and trying to be serious, like, what you guys are doing here with, like, letting people just chill in a fantasy world for, like, a few hours is, like, so helpful and meaningful to, like, random people. Like, thank you so much for doing all of, all of you like doing this well you more than anyone else and you're the one doing the heavy lifting in all of this yeah, yeah. it's easy <laughs> but i mean that's actually that's something that we've gotten to experience a bit more that it is worth saying to dom like we've had people uh who've reached out to us through either direct messages on twitter or in our discord etc and have made comments like keep picking on this one quote but it's because it's a really good evocative one of like the i tune in every evening for helpful goat stuff at this point and i tune in for dom and dragons and i laugh more in two hours than i have for two weeks nice yeah it's good and it's people who have been furloughed their jobs and right and i think it's worth saying and i think it's worth saying with with dom with you still here is that like i'm also proud of us as a group as helpful goat because i think since our last play session dom we have we've had an internal kind of meeting kind of about our goals for helpful goat and what we want helpful goat to be and we've really honed in on the idea of helpful goat as being a community and not a business mm. and so like when we say that yeah we're offering this entertainment and this distraction during these like hard times and 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 help and having people laugh we're also being really intentional i think about both in our storytelling and outside of it, like in the discord mm. about upholding values of like, let's try to, let's let like, like let's value mindfulness and intentional relating with people. And like, if we can kind of make this space like that, like I, I want to, I, I, I want to believe that what we're doing is not just distracting people with a fantasy world, but that like mm. through that and around it, we are upholding values of kindness and goodness yeah. that has like i hope we're making the world a better place so yeah it becomes like a conduit for positivity instead of the other yeah. narrative which is just the world is shit we're all gonna die everyone's <laughs> scared yeah yeah you know i went to my chiropractor today because i'd thrown my neck out and i said are you busy and he said well I'm, I'm taking way less clients than normal but he said what's really interesting is all of the clients that I'm taking have the exact same complaint, which that everyone's walking around like this because everyone's terrified. Everyone's tense. Yeah. They're waiting for the explosion. And he said, people are just in fear. They just need to relax. And this is a representation of that moment for them to relax, you know? Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Cool, you dudes. Right. Awesome. I'm going to grab some food. It was good chatting to you all, yeah. I'm sure. What a fun time. We will chat some time this week. Right. Please please say thank you to your mum for me. That was very sweet. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you guys later. All right, later. Night, Tom. See ya. Bye.